Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of Mom Wife Combo and Candor. I'm Sheila. And I am Danielle. What's up? What's shaking, girl? <laughs> nothing much, nothing much. I do want to say Mom Wife Combo and Candor is a podcast where our goal is to inspire and uplift moms and wives through the journey of marriage and motherhood. While our journeys are unique, we can all relate to one another, and our hope is that you can find joy, healing, and a connection through our own personal experiences. But how are you, Danielle? I am well. Um, no complaints. Um, well, I could, but I'm choosing not to. <laughs> and you know, one event. <laughs> if you want to man this is a good place to do it exactly exactly um but learning you know um just to change my perspective on a lot of things learning to take things in stride mm-hmm. and learning my um learning myself when i'm when i'm getting to that point where i'm getting um anxious and getting overwhelmed and learning to just pause for the cause and take a mm-hmm. minute and gather myself um, and I really, if I can't do something, then I can't do something and learning what matters in the moment. So how about yes. yourself? Let's see. Well, I'm happy today is Friday. We're yes. recording this on a Friday. So the weekend is here. I'm excited about that. I had a long and tiring week. Um, so I'm hoping to get a nap in this weekend. Um, because that is so needed right now. Because, uh, you know, the stress of the kids going back to school. We've talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. before. And the time is here. It is mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. us. And I'm sure, just like Danielle and I are going through it. Yes. A lot of you are probably going through it as well. <laughs> but we will get through this season. I promise we will get through it. We will get through it together. Yes. So I'm just over here trying to take deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Like you said, one moment at a time, literally. I mean, because the moment is all we have to take care of. We can't really do much about what we can't handle. Mm-hmm. But we can take care of the moment and just breathing and just trying to stay as sane as we possibly can. Yes. So I say that to say, I'm good, girl. I'm okay. <laughs> well i'm glad to hear that and i hope everybody listening out there is doing good <laughs> <laughs> right i say all of that to say i'm good that's good. um well today is i think it's a very good day because we are going to discuss how to not necessarily how to but the importance how to and the importance of getting to know yourself mm-hmm. as a woman outside of being a mom and a wife. Mm-hmm. And um, it's important because when you don't know yourself, it's hard to bring your full self into any type of relationship. Yes. Um, so we want to talk about that and, our own personal journeys with that and you know how we're going about things um, and what we believe helps in this um, area of our lives that I think we all come face to face with at some point at some point we all come to face to face with the question like do I really know myself Mm -hmm. or I feel like I'm falling out of tune of 
who I am and what I want. And I felt like some things have changed and mm-hmm. I need to start paying more attention to my needs, my wants, you know, yada, 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 mm-hmm. all that stuff. <laughs> so, um, Danielle, I want to ask you, um, why do you think self-awareness is important when you are a mom and a wife? Um, the one thing when we was um, talking about um, this subject was one is women, how we are, um, we're solvers, we're mm-hmm. problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, the importance of it is um, when you are a problem solver, first of all, you got to know yourself. You got to know um, those things you're good at, those things that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. You have to um it girl it's so much like i had a whole bunch of notes and really <laughs> take your time uh, take your time no but well we don't want that to happen <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear what you got to say girl take your time um it's really being in tune with yourself i know for myself you know mm-hmm. what i would take my values you know what is important to me um and then when i know who i am uh-huh. There is, there's just certain things that you're just not going to do and you're not going to allow people to do. You're going to have uh-huh. boundaries. You're going to know what ticks, what um, doesn't make you tick. And when there's a problem, because you know yourself, you know, you see that there's an issue, you see the problem, but then you're also able to then, okay, let's have a solution. Um, to this you know and I think that's coming to when I say that that's coming into the the motherhood and a wife part of yourself you know Uh uh, when that comes but I mean self-awareness I mean it can it goes so deep it's knowing who you are inside and out Um, and it's just like when I'm learning you know and sometimes I notice for myself when I start learning myself in different ways because I think you always are self you should always be aware of being self-aware of you you know Uh you're always learning there's always new things that would make um you were this person in this season it's not going to be the same person you were in another season or decade Uh and so um i've I've learned that when you know the value of yourself you're just Uh not going to take anything Uh and then when you know the value of who you are, then you're not going to just do anything to yourself or your body. And what I mean by that is, is um, when you don't, I remember um, this woman, um, and I forgive me, I forgot her name, but she was saying, um, when my kids come in and they're all over my dress or they all doing stuff and I'm saying, stop it, leave uh-huh. myself alone. I think me and you talked about this before. Um, uh-huh. And they like, well, why? And then she was like, because that's expensive. And then they put it down delicately. You know, they're not, you know, they're not rough with it. And I think uh-huh. for ourselves, when we know who we are, we're self-aware about who we are you're not just going to do anything. You're just not going to allow, you know, little things that, you know, when you were a kid or a teenager, somebody may have said something, you know, kind of crazy or off the hand to you. you you're going to be like, okay, I'm not, I didn't like it then, but now that I'm older and I'm knowing who I am, I just don't let certain things go by. You know, there's a delicacy with me um, that because I know my value, I have to walk in authority. You know, I, I know if that makes sense. You know, Yes, it does. Um, it does. And, and even then, too, when you're self-aware, 
the things that you don't like. I don't like that I've gained so much weight. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness. And so I'm self-aware about that. So what are you going to do to change that? You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's seeing a problem, but not being in the same place um, or not being in the same place, but really just, if you, you see the problem, I'm not just going to sit there and not just do anything because I care too much about myself and Danielle. I value myself too much. And so I'm going to c- care about my temple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. And I also think that, um, I think that it's important to have a certain level of self-awareness when you're a mom and or a wife, Mm -hmm. um, because you, when you're aware of the things that you, um, the things that, okay, your flaws, like there are some things that I'm sure like we bring into our relationships with Mm -hmm. our children, with our husbands, um, that we aren't necessarily proud of or something that we weren't necessarily aware of until we got into to those relationships. But I feel like when we're aware of ourselves, we are, it's, it's easier to detect when something needs to change um, yes. that can help mm-hmm. our uh, relationships uh, with our children and mm-hmm. with our husbands. Um, and also, you know, to be honest, our children aren't always going to be in our households. And, you know, I, yeah, I know as yeah. moms, we put so much of our energy and so much of our time as we should mm-hmm. um, into our children and what they need and what they want that we lose sight of who we are and what we mm-hmm. need and what we want. And we put those things on the back burner and what happens is when they leave and we are now empty nesters, which I haven't been yet, mm-hmm. but I imagine that when that time comes, I want to be fully aware of who I am. So like, if I'm fully aware of who I am now in this moment, I can have an idea of what I want to do when my children aren't in the house anymore, mm-hmm. like how I want to go about life. Um, because then it becomes less about um, because of course we're always going to be there for our children, but once they're out of the nest and mm-hmm. taking care of themselves, then it's all about me and, um, hopefully your husband and you are still together at that time. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be about you guys and how you can, um, foster the, the type of environment that will, mm-hmm. um, keep your marriage alive and your personal relationship with yourself. So, it's important to always just be completely as much as you can Mm because we're always changing. And I think when we become self-aware as often as we can, and we're Mm -hmm. we're very clear about, okay, something's changed. Um, uh, What is it that um, I'm not happy with now? Um, Why are my relationships changing? Um, Just constantly asking certain questions of yourself to remain aware. Mm -hmm. I think that helps when, uh, and God forbid, like, let's say something were to happen, you know, people who are like now widows or Mm -hmm. um, uh, divorce um, and those things happen and you were, so much of your identity was tied into that relationship that 
you don't have a clue who you are, mm-hmm. what you want and what you need. Granted, there, when things like that happen, there's going to be some type of transition that happens to yeah. where you're going to have to figure some things out. But I think if we, um, we keep in practice on a daily basis mm-hmm. of being aware of who we are, um, when certain things happen in life, it, it doesn't become so much of a culture yeah shock um mm-hmm. as it would be um if we knew have no idea of yeah. who we are so that's that's good that i mean um really girl this is such <laughs> it's <laughs> been such a deep thing just when we was talking about it looking at my notes and just mm-hmm. knowing um like oh my goodness do i know myself and i say this so much to people that are not married. I had a young lady give me a call and say, you know, um, what are some tips that you can give me um, as just being a single woman, having the desire to want to get married, but mm-hmm. also being also aware of my singleness and how to be prepared, how to prepare myself for singleness so that when that time comes, I have some type of tools there in my belt. And so mm-hmm. I was, I was telling her this and it's ironic that we, this was one of the topics because I said first of all you have to be aware of yourself you got to know yourself you got to be whole be really before you get married before you least need to know yourself mm-hmm. um before you get married um and I I didn't know myself I knew I wanted to be loved but aware of I no clue look um <laughs> aware of um just the the necessities of life and just mm-hmm. um, being in tune with myself. I didn't have no doggone clue what I was doing. I just knew Danielle wanted to get married. And so I told her, I said, you need to be aware of yourself, your emotions, what you like, what you don't like, you mm-hmm. know, those things that makes you mad, you know, um, how does this world, how does this, um, how are you viewing it through your lens, you know, and, you know, just so much of that. And I said, you really have to be aware of who you are before you get married because you want to be whole so when you come in you know that you're not like you said you're not so I'm throwing myself into him this is all I know Mm -hmm. but no there's a part of me that is me this is what makes me this is what I like to do this is what I don't like to do this is what I like to eat this is what I don't like to eat and not Mm -hmm. compromise because of who you are because you want to be loved so bad Mm -hmm. no fill the void ask God to fill that void so that you are whole in that area so you're not being needy you know when you come into a relationship so Mm -hmm. this is very um, important um, for anyone um that is one thing i would say that is dating and looking to um date know yourself and begin to be whole before you get into any type of relationship yeah and not looking for wholeness within relationships yeah you bring your whole i bring my whole yes and we work through um life challenges together but Mm -hmm. not that i'm gonna lean on you to make me feel whole yes right yeah um Uh-oh. Well, um, I think that, um, lost my train of thought. (laughs) Don't notice the train of thought. Look here. (laughs) It's been a long week. Um, (laughs) as far as being aware of yourself, Mm -hmm. um, what are some of, 
I guess, you know, another one of my questions is like, what's some of the lasting effects, um, negative effects um, of the lack of self-awareness that it can have on your relationship with yourself, your husband, and your children? Um, I think if we don't know um, who we are, um, then we, and, and if we don't take an accurate audit of what, like I said um, before, what we're good at and what we're not um, good at, um, mm-hmm. then we would just go through life just making all type of decisions. We'll begin to um, identify with certain ideals or certain actions that's really not us. You know, mm-hmm. but yet it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, we just, yeah. we just doing things just to, you know, um, do it or, you know, how you, I know for myself where I've been in places where I would do something and I'm like, and you will get done, do, you will do whatever you do. And then mm-hmm. you will sit back and it's like an out of body experience. Like, that's not even me. Why did I make that decision? Right. You know, why did I um, talk that way? Or why did I allow that somebody to say something? And then did they really just say that to me? And right. it's just like, you know, that self-awareness of, okay, that's not okay. And so how can I prepare yeah. myself not to allow that to happen, you know, again? And so I think when, um, when there is um, a lasting effect that's lacking awareness, mm-hmm. um, you just, you make decisions as parents um, that may not be beneficial for your kid or does some type of damage or, mm-hmm. or you're doing it out of something that happened, you know, out in your childhood or, you know, whatever, or you're, you know, anything with your spouse, the relationship um, with that, you're not aware of what affects them because you're so focused on yourself that the thing that offends them, you know, mm-hmm. you're just doing, you're all willy-nilly and I even think about it and they like, then I tell you how many times I got to keep saying mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, and I think self-awareness is just not about yourself, but when you're married, you're being intentional about the self-aware, the self-awareness of your spouse and the self-awareness of your kids. There's certain things that you just don't do when you see a kid and something affects them. For mm-hmm. example, like, I know when I was young and my family, you know, I know they love me, but you know, when you see that there's a weakness or there's something that is um, sensitive with a kid, you don't call them out on the carpet in front of people when they're sensitive. You're aware of their emotions. You're aware of those things because you have watched them grow. You have seen, you know, um, some things that, you know, just doesn't, they may be different from your other child. You know, so oh, in other words, like if you are not in tuned with who you are, it'll be hard for you to be in tuned with um, the needs of your children and the mm-hmm. needs of your husband because you don't even really take take the time to get to know yourself. So how mm-hmm. can you really take the time to get to know mm-hmm. those around you? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, um, and it's you know it's. It's hard because if you don't, I think that self-awareness is really valuing yourself, loving yourself and taking time to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like I was um, saying just a minute ago, like, you know, if you're not doing that, how can you do that for the other people, you know? Yeah. Around you? yeah. And then you'll have so much when you have patience with yourself, yeah. you have patience with those around you. And, um, cause it takes patience to get to know 
others in your mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. It takes patience to um, to get through certain trials and tribulations through your re- relationships. So like when you're patient with yourself and mm-hmm. understanding who you are, understanding that it's a, um, a journey when it comes to self-awareness, it's a constant journey because things are just happening all the time, then you'll carry that, those same traits that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and characteristics that you're, not characteristics, but yeah, the same traits that you're using within yeah. your personal relationship mm-hmm. with yourself, you're going to carry that with. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just makes it for the better for everybody um, because when you take the time to cultivate that relationship with yourself, then you're so much more patient when it comes to your children and the relationship yeah. that you have with your husband. And I think it's so hard too, Sheila, when we're such a busy people, um, just we're always busy. We mm-hmm. never, and, and I know you say that about me, you get on me like, Danielle, you got to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and learning. Always. <laughs> but learning really what matters most in this season and when you're when you're lacking self-awareness uh-huh. it begins to put a toll on you and yeah. i feel like when you're lacking in awareness too what you don't pay attention to what you don't give is going to lack there's going to be you know it's just like the whole body you need your whole body to work uh-huh. but when right. you don't pay attention to i numb my toe or you know something and it's fractured then it affects mm-hmm. the whole body and what right. people i didn't realize working to the hospital how you know your tones look here i've seen people where they didn't have they had a foot um the one toe amputated or maybe mm-hmm. it's something wrong and it affects the whole body and then they have to go you got to learn how to walk all over mm-hmm. and it's just that one part of the body you know and right. so um you know lack of um, self-awareness um, it's going to take away something if you're not paying attention to it. There's going to be some effects um, as a wife. Um, it's going to be an effect on you as an individual and as a parent. You know, there's going to be some things that is going to hinder um, and hurt. Yeah, because I know for me, coming into marriage, um, I found myself, as I really sat and watched myself, you know how like you just sit back I think didn't you just say that like you just look at just mm-hmm. outside and it's like okay girl so it is it was, was kind of like I'm looking for him to make me happy yeah instead of me making me happy and mm-hmm. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. when you don't require someone in your life to make you happy that is of course that's a natural thing to where we should be kind and caring to one another Mm -hmm. um and not rude and um disrespectful but that's not something that we have to i think it should be a perk within a relationship and not Mm -hmm. necessarily um something that is only going to happen if it comes from this person i'm only going to be happy it comes from that so I started to realize that the reasoning for that is because I really wasn't aware of myself and I wasn't happy with myself Mm -hmm. I really didn't know myself Mm -hmm. and I thought that the marriage part of it was going to give me some type of identity that I wasn't really aware of so when I really started 
to get to know Sheila mm-hmm. and who Sheila is, what Sheila wants. Because I was finding that people knew stuff about me that I didn't necessarily know about myself. Of course, mm-hmm. like I was just being myself within the friendships, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, you see me like that? I, don't, I never really saw myself like that. Yeah. But when you take down the traits that people say that you are and you start to pay attention and then you start, you know, you go to God and ask him, well, who am I? Mm-hmm. Create me to be? Um, and then once I started asking God those questions and I started getting answers, and I'm like, wow, you really did make make me in your image. And I'm I'm yeah. a pretty cool person. Yeah. And I'm pretty I'm a pretty cool person outside of being Marlon's wife and outside mm-hmm. of being Malik Marquise and Marlon's um, little Marlon's mommy. I'm I'm a good mommy and a good wife because I am good. Not yeah. just because that's good. You know, they're they're an addition to the goodness that I bring mm-hmm. um, but and, and it's not just the marriage part of it because a lot of people try to find happiness within their children yeah too and they depend on their children to bring in that mm. certain amount of joy mm-hmm. that you have to have from within mm-hmm. it's like life is short you never know when time is going to be up with your loved ones so it's important that's why it's really important to know who you are so you're not dependent mm-hmm. on someone else to bring you that joy that was promised to you just you being you mm-hmm. that's so. good that's good and even um when you were saying that it's so important for us to know self-awareness and know who we are because mm-hmm. let me tell you i am learning so much yeah um that if you don't know who you are, everybody gonna tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and if they and if they ain't gonna tell you what the, everybody got an opinion, they will tell you what career you should have and you know how you should speak and what. Girl. And it's just like you know that revelation are coming so much more. And it's just like you gotta be able to stand and be like, no, this is why I made the decision. This is why you know, and I'm Girl. okay with it. And you know, I remember Tony Evans. He was preaching one time, and he was like. Everybody tell you to go, you'll get up the ladder and they telling you to go up this ladder and then you get up there and it wasn't even the wrong, um, you was on the wrong oh ladder, you know? And it's just like, wow, you know, how many times that we do that? How many times even for myself, should I do this hairstyle, what y'all think? Or should I wear this? No, be okay. You know, it's okay to get the opinions of others, but at the same time, you mm-hmm. gotta be able to silence the voices and be able to think for yourself, know yourself. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That, listen, uh, when we do, um, I'm gonna save it for, um, girl. I can't relate. Yeah, yeah. I got a, <laughs> I got an example specifically tied to that. Yes. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. People, will, I mean, and and sometimes people don't even mean any harm. Mm-hmm. they're just offering sometimes people are really just offering what they think their suggestions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you have no clue who you are you go okay I'll, I'll try that then because I really don't know mm-hmm. but when you know that you know that you know mm-hmm. Girl. Like, oh, that's not good for me thank you yeah. for offering I really appreciate the advice mm-hmm. you know, when you're sure of yourself nobody can tell you 
what you're supposed to be doing when you're sure of yourself that means you're connected to god in a way that yes. he's showing you what you're supposed to do and it is not going to be a question for you, you come know? on now you know yep. who it came from <laughs> and where it came from okay? mm-hmm. yes girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um i think to round this off we definitely want to provide some simplistic um practical if i could talk practical ways <laughs> um to get familiar with your true self mm-hmm. um and i'll start so for me spending alone time with myself um is very important that has been an important key factor for me to understand who i am because before Mm -hmm. alone time was like really weird for me like anytime my kids would leave or um my husband and my kids were gone and it was just me i felt Mm -hmm. like okay i should be doing something with somebody Mm -hmm. i had to get comfortable with being by myself and once i got comfortable with being by myself um you know i would do things like journal um Mm -hmm pray listen that first of all that's number one mm-hmm. talk to god because he is your creator he created yes. you so he's going to tell you all you got to do is ask he's going to tell you who you are bit by bit mm-hmm. um personality trait by personality trait the answer will come and i think the key is also being patient mm-hmm. and understanding that the answer is not going to come all at once. It's going to come little at a time. Mm. So being patient with the process, I think is a very simplistic way. And I know for me, although I can be patient in most cases, I'm mm-hmm. very impatient with myself and my own growth. Mm. And I have to learn how to just calm down and let things happen Mm -hmm. um, and just take the steps and stop trying to rush to Mm -hmm. a result and enjoy the process and, um, and, and seeing who you are and why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, asking God to reveal my heart to me and reveal Mm -hmm. certain things to me about me that, although I'm me, there are some things that I don't necessarily understand or why I do this or where it came from. Mm -hmm. The revelations that um, have been revealed to me is amazing by simply just sitting down and asking God. Um, And I know journaling sometimes can be tedious (laughs) yeah and sometimes for some people they feel like it's just a process and you have to be very um artistic and uh, perfect with your words but the Mm -hmm. thing to remember about journaling is you can make it your own yeah um so maybe you don't particularly enjoy writing but you can write you can start with writing like one one to five sentences about how your day was um, I've even done things as far as writing out one word, um, emotions about mm, how I'm feeling in the good. moment or how I've been feeling lately. And then once you do things like that, uh, collectively, you'll start to notice trends and you'll say, Hmm, I see I wrote about being, uh, disappointed with myself a lot. Mm-hmm. let me figure out what where the root of that is coming from because i think journaling also helps us to know what to mm-hmm. pray for mm-hmm. um so those two things um and also 
read some books and listen to some podcasts and when you hear people's stories Mm -hmm. there's something that happens when you hear what others have gone through and you realize that is so similar to how Mm -hmm. I feel that I didn't even realize that there was that was it and then you start to connect it to different things in your life that may be different from the person who's telling the story Mm -hmm. but you can find connections within their stories and uh reading the books Mm -hmm. so those are my tips what do you have that's good i think um meditating Mm -hmm. you know is um one good thing now when i say meditating i want y'all emailing us saying oh y'all christians y'all meditate look here you better (laughs) meditate up on the word of god look here (laughs) look here so meditating you know on the word of god and really like you said what okay lord show me show Mm -hmm. me like you said that's a that's Look here, get that word in you. So when you get ready and mm-hmm. you he began to reveal that stuff to you and understanding who you are, yo, when you begin to tap into that, your inner purpose and your outer purpose, you begin to live life. Look here. Yeah. And it's been different. And I'll get different glimpses of it. And baby, it feels good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so look here. Right. Um, that I will say, um, so I said, um, you took my um, that alone um, time, so mm-hmm. no, I have it, to say it, a long time it, again. <laughs> yeah. um, a long time, and what I do for myself, we have um, where I, around like up the street uh, from me is a big old, big old lake. And then there's nothing but forest and you got a track so you can run, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they had a paddle boats and all of that. And so I just go there and I sit there and I, it's my long time and I sit here and meditate and I get a scripture and I just think about it and I just sit there and quiet. And I think sometimes we don't know how to be sitting in quietness. It feels mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And I've learned like over these past, since we've been in this, um, court, well, this whole COVID situation, yeah. like you always got something in your ear. You always got some type hand. of voices. Or, yeah. And in your hand, you're always doing something and you don't know how to just be alone. And you don't know how to not just always have a radio on or a podcast going, sit in quietness. Because when you begin to sit in quietness, you can then begin to order your thoughts what are you really thinking, you know, begin to, you know, so I think those are some things that, you know, um, the meditate, the being alone, the reading, oh my goodness, the reading, you will learn even more things and see things from other people's perspective, which will then open up your eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, just learning to cut everything off and just be with just yourself. So, um, those are good, first of all. Very, mm-hmm. very good. I just want to ask for those who aren't familiar with uh, the Bible or studying the Bible or anything like that, what would you say is meditating on the word? If you could give, I know you said like uh, sitting and thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, but can you give something practical, uh, another practical um, way? Of meditating on the word just to give people um, an idea of what yeah. that looks like so meditating on the word um for me can be 
I just take a scripture. So uh-huh. it, right now we like, okay, we really need some wisdom right now on how to be self-aware, you know, mm-hmm. and right. just really, you know, okay, well, the Bible has a lot of different, you know, whatever you're going through, whether you sad or whether you, you know, you're lonely or you need some joy or you need some encouragement or you need some wisdom, whatever, it has it there. So what I do is I go to the concordance or I just go to the back and I say, okay, I need some wisdom. Okay, bam, I see it says in James 1, five it says you know and then i go there you know it says he would give me wisdom freely without grudgingly you know and you know and i'll just continue to just meditate on it not just for that moment but even for myself i try to um to try to continue to say it so it's it's becoming a a part of me so when that moment comes maybe you you're fearful and you need something for fear so if i'm meditating on it every time i think about it then when those things happen or something triggers that emotion in me I remember that I read this in the Bible. I may not be able to remember the whole Bible, but I know he said, you know, uh, right. you know, fear, you know, has no place, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind. And it's not trying to take the whole Bible and it's not trying to be this Bible thumper, but it's getting something that you need for that moment pertaining to the situation you're on and you're just thinking about it. So I may write Mm -hmm. it out over and over five times. I'll just keep on doing it or I will take it and I will post it on my door or put it next to my um, thing. And one, you know, one example I could say, I, I'm a um, underwriter in insurance. And mm-hmm. I tell you, these people would drive me crazy. <laughs> and, I, and I would like, and I, and I could find myself getting mad. But yeah. if I, and then I went back to, okay, I, I know the word of God, but sometimes we don't apply it. And so I'm like, okay, I was, remember when I was meditating on, I said, slow to anger, quick to listen, slow to speak. Mm-hmm. And he's showing me, okay, I put you in this position. I allowed you to get there because I'm trying to, I'm trying to sand that part out. I need to get you to understand that everything that every time somebody says something that triggers that, that thing that want to rise up and for you to clap back, you don't have to be slow to speak quick to listen, you know, listen to where they're coming from, listen to, they're not mad at you, you Mm -hmm. know, and when I begin to do it from that perspective and seeing how the word of God can apply in my everyday situation, I begin to be more aware of, okay, remember you, you meditate on that. Now you, you coming, that feeling coming back Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) Right. Don't clap back. So, I mean, I hope that helps. Does that make it sense? It did. Yeah. No, I think that that was good. I just wanted to get, just give a general idea I for did. those who just aren't familiar. So yeah. I think that was really good. Yeah. All right. So we're at the end. At Girl, the I can't relate. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, girl, I can relate. Okay, so you were talking about opinions of others. And Mm -hmm. when you um, are just strictly taking the opinions of others and not really thinking about what it is that is right for you um, in your life. So I remember when I graduated from high school. Now, granted, who really knows themselves when it comes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, I had no clue. You mm-hmm. know how some people just know what they want to do, what they want to be. Um, and all I knew was I was going to go to college. And this is just an example. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I, I didn't know I, know. I knew I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But my first mistake was asking 
mm-hmm. my father, what do you think I should do? Now, granted, I know that asking our parents for their advice is important and it's something that we do as their children. But when I went to him, I didn't just take it as advice. I took it as, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do because I just don't know. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, his advice was go to school for business because the world is a business. So I was like, okay, cool. I could do that. So I went to school went to school got my degree mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree um and my associates and my bachelor's in business mm-hmm. I, I don't want that like it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so <laughs> if i was more self-aware of what it was that i want and not really because mm-hmm. during that time i was like really that was really the time where i was really influenced by what everyone else had to say about mm-hmm. my life and what mm-hmm. they wanted and I just wanted to be liked I just wanted to be loved mm-hmm. and I'm like okay cool business I graduated and I'm like I don't really want to work I don't want to do this and I, <laughs> I realized yeah. like in the middle of before I even got the degree I mm-hmm. knew I wanted to do psychology mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do psychology did I do psychology no because I was afraid that well maybe that isn't the right choice because you know maybe my dad knows me better than I know myself Mm -hmm. but there was something on the inside of me that is still there till this day that's Mm -hmm. how I know that it was what I was supposed to do is do psychology and Mm -hmm. so I, I mentioned it to my dad God bless him. I mean, because he just loves me and he wants the best for me. And he was just telling me based on what went right for him mm-hmm. in life, um, because he has all the way up to his master's in business. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned psychology. He was like, no, no, you need to stick with business. And if you want to go back to do <laughs> psychology, <laughs> go do psychology. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I should have thought about that a little longer and that's why self-awareness is important because then nobody can tell you what you're supposed to do they can suggest and then you measure that up with what god wants you to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they can even love you to pieces but that doesn't mean that they necessarily know exactly what it is that you're supposed to do with your life exactly exactly oh yeah i can't relate Oh, so mine's is a little bit um, different. Um, I have my moments where I really know uh, myself and I have grown a lot based off of, you know, myself. But I had a cup the other day and it's just going back to what you were saying. You need to pray um, about who you are if you don't, because he will tell you he created you. He said in Psalms 139, he see your thoughts from afar. He knows you when you get up and when you rise, when you lay down, you know. And so um, the other day I was having this little, it wasn't like a really pity party, but it's just, okay, Lord, I need to know a little more. And I think sometimes we want things, we want the whole thing. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I can't give you the whole thing. I'm giving to you in bits and pieces that you can take, bits Mm -hmm. and pieces that you won't be all prideful and thinking that you have arrived. And so, um, I was like, Lord, who am I? You know, and I just, and I think sometimes we talk, but then we also need to let him respond. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm saying this to encourage, um, whoever that you think that he doesn't respond. And I said, Lord and Holy Spirit, I need you all to show me who am I? And while I sat there, he said, you are one of a kind. Mm -hmm. 
Now that may not be, you know, um, that may be small to you, but that moment that did me good because it's just like, he heard me. So I'm like, okay, you go back and see what is one of a kind. One of a kind means that there is nobody and no, nothing else like you, Uh you know, and, and, and it's very, it says the definition, she is very unusual woman or one of a kind. Uh-huh. And so we have to realize when he created us, there's only one you. There's only one Sheila. There's only one Danielle. There's one one of whatever your, your name is that's listening. And so you have to then humble yourself and make time for self-awareness and that quietness to like, Lord, I need you to little by little show me who I am. Yeah. And when he begins to show you who you are, you walk different, you talk different, there's a boldness. So uh-huh. as he shows me things, I remember my husband would say something and he like, hold up, where'd that come from? That ain't the way you talk. But when he starts showing me stuff, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, here, look here, baby. I'm on the road, come on. I got another clap back for you now. <laughs> look here. All right, you know, but I'm, I'm able to be more tentative. He's showing me. <laughs> I did feel like that. Look here. When he said that, I'm like, whoa, what else you can give me? Whatever. What else revelation you See, got? See, that's why right? he giving it to you in pieces. You yeah. don't know how to act. <laughs> See, look. <laughs> I, did I not say that? I was like, because then you would think it all pride for me. Like, look right. here. <laughs> so, but um, I was so appreciative because sometimes we think that he doesn't speak, but we mm-hmm. have to speak what we have to say, but then be quiet enough for him to speak. And oh, then allow gosh, him yeah. to get, then to speak to you and may speak through the word and may speak to people or however he wants to speak, but he does. Mm-hmm. And that did my heart joy to understand that he showed me that among some other stuff. And it gave me a little more self-awareness yeah. of what I thought I wasn't aware of. And he like, no, you ain't missing nothing. Cause right. when I created you, I did all things together for your good. I did mm-hmm. all things. And if I started, I would complete it. Uh-huh. We got to trust the completion part. He's never going to do anything. Um, and he didn't make a mistake on our identity and the way he have created us. We just got to trust a process and trust that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, that's good. Daniel. That's really good. Um, I'm, uh, I started after years of wanting to, I just started reading purpose driven life. Is it good? You haven't, I'm on the first chapter. You should join me. Okay. I'm going to have to go get the book. Yes. Join me. I got so many books. No, but the good thing, the good thing about this book is, okay. It's you read one chapter a day and they're very short chapters. Okay. And they give you stuff at the end, um, to think about, to ponder on, um, the scripture to, um, meditate on and everything and it's it's so it just allows God to like really speak to you and then just make it about understanding who you are through God's eyes and why he created you because we all the first chapter talks about um understanding that the purpose of your life has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with God and him creating you on purpose for his purpose. Yes. Um, (laughs) Listen, so when I was, um, I've been wanting that book for years and I found it at the uh, Habitats of Humanity. Okay. You ever been there? Um, Yes. Okay, so it was $2. What? Uh, And they might be open tomorrow because... (laughs) 
I saw another one. I should have got the other one for you. <laughs> but I heard also that they sell it on eBay for $5. Okay. Uh, gently used versions, but we should read it together. And yes. ladies, if you want to as well, please read it with us. Um, and so it's, for, it's pretty much 40 days. So mm-hmm. you just read one short chapter a day. Okay. And don't feel, and you know, he was saying in the book, like a lot of the times we don't finish books um, or not, we don't finish it. We rush through books trying to find the answers instead of taking it like one chunk at a time and understanding Mm -hmm. each part Mm -hmm. um and you know how to go about it for your life but we're trying to just you remember how i told you just taking it yeah one thing at a time and feeling like we got to get through it and Mm -hmm. it's like you know it's a process so that's what i really like about it so i'm going to commit to doing the 40 so i'm on number two today okay do it with me (laughs) okay (laughs) Okay, well, um, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Mom, Wife, Convo, and Candor. We really appreciate you guys. Um, If you have any questions or topic discussions that you would like to suggest, please email us at mwccpodcast at gmail.com. It will will also be in our uh, show notes if you want to click it from there. Um, And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening on it, um, listening to it on, uh, please rate and review us, uh, and please give us five stars. If it's not five stars, just don't bother. It's, it's a, you know, <laughs> I get look, no, yes. But if you <laughs> five stars, preferably, if you really enjoy it and you're gaining something from this podcast, um, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah, rate, review, email. Yep. and share yes. share with any other mom and or wife um that you think would really benefit from this content we love you guys and we thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time bye-bye bye-bye